0: So, hello and welcome. My name is Steve Nobel and today I'm speaking with Richard Brennan on his book, How to Breathe, Improving Your Breathing for Health, Happiness and Well-Being. Now, Richard has studied Alexander Technique since 1983 and has been teaching the technique full-time since 1989. He travels extensively through Europe and the US teaching the technique and he's a director of training in the centre for the technique in Galway Island and he's a leading figure in helping people resolve back and neck problems Uh, now this book will help you relearn your natural rhythm of breathing that will change the way you think, feel and act forever Uh, and uh, his website is alexander.ie if you want to check out his work so welcome to you Richard Oh hi,
1: Steve. Hi, how are you today?
0: Oh, good. Yeah, yes, it's a sunny yeah. day. Well, can't always uh, have that in London, I guess. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me ask you about Alexander Technique. How did it all begin?
1: Uh, well, Alexander was an actor and reciter, and he was getting a very good reputation. So he was um, reciting in bigger, bigger venues, and then um, he started to notice his breathing was uh, audible, which is something that actors do not like so he was rasping or breathing in air and then after that he began to get a voice problem Mm. he started to lose his voice on stage and this was going to affect his whole career so he was very worried about it and he went to various people to try and get help he went to a to someone who gave him neck exercises that didn't work somebody else gave him um medication that didn't work um and then eventually he went to a doctor who examined his vocal cords. Now, we're talking about 1890. So the way you in, in, uh, examine someone's vocal cords in those days would pretty much dangle a small mirror down someone's throat. But the doctor found out that his, his cords were red and inflamed. And he told Alexander, oh, you've just been overstraining your voice. I'm sure if you just rest your voice for a couple of weeks, it'll all be fine. So that's exactly what Alexander did and he was so determined he hardly spoke to anyone for two weeks. He went back on stage and he was delighted because his voice was crystal clear. But after half an hour, the voice uh, began to get bad again and the end of the performance he could hardly speak. Mm. So he went back to the doctor and the doctor said, well, it did improve a little bit and maybe you need to rest your voice for longer. But Alexander said, look, if my voice was okay at the beginning of the performance... And it wasn't okay at the end of the performance. Surely it was something I was doing while performing. Okay, if, if my back is okay before I go and do the gardening, but it's not okay when I come in from doing the gardening, it must be something I'm doing while I'm doing the gardening. So the whole, that whole principle you can apply to actually anything. It's a cause and effect. Mm. So he wanted to know what was causing the voice. And if you could find out what was causing the voice, stop doing it, his voice would be fine. So he asked the doctor, well, what am I doing? And the doctor said, I have no idea. Hmm. So Alexander said, well, I'll go and find out for myself. So he studied for about five or six years. He studied posture, the way he was standing. Um, he, he observed himself in the mirror. And he noticed that he when he took a breath, he opened his mouth and breathed in through his mouth. So he sucked some air in, which basically dried out the vocal cords. And then on top of that, he pulled his head back and depressed the larynx. Mm. And it was this habit that was causing the, the the voice and the breathing problem. So then he experimented and he tried positioning his head in all different ways and every time he did it, the problem would get worse. And then eventually he came to a point where if he thought of his head not going back but thinking of his head going forward, uh, the problem went away again. Mm. So then he devised a whole system whereby... You just think your way out of problems. You mm. think of your back getting longer. You think of your neck getting longer. Mm. And then yeah, he he helped his fellow actors when he. But then doctors got wind of it, and then they used to send him people with back problems, neck problems, shoulder problems. So he got very used to helping people with a whole range, wide range of people, and a lot of it was just much good attention. Was at the root cause
0: of most problems. Let me ask yeah. you generally about Alexander Technique, because nowadays in the modern world, it seems to be it seems to be applied to people with back pain, stress, posture issues, sports performance, musicians. It's kind of a vast range of people. It helps, isn't it? Yeah, it does.
1: Yeah, because uh, in all those things, let's say a musician would be holding their instrument too tightly, they'd be having too much tension in their shoulder. Maybe a runner would be having. Uh, maybe injuries with their knees because there's too much tension around their knees. So we have 651 muscles in the body and any of them can be tense causing problems in the ankle joint or in the neck or shoulder or pretty much anything. Mm. And also uh, muscular tension, muscles control breathing as well. Mm. So if I'm tense around the rib cage, my rib cage can't move in and out. So yeah, it, it it is. It can it can help a great deal of people, in all sorts
0: of ways. Now, when yeah. the publisher said to me, we want you to interview Richard on his book, How to Breathe, we kind of, I kind of looked at the publisher, and they looked at me, and I, I, I thought, really? And um, when I read in your introduction, you said, when I told my eldest daughter I was writing a book about breathing, she replied, that will be interesting. Page one, breathe in. Page two, breathe out. Page three, breathe in again. Page four, breathe out again. You know, so, so, so on. I mean, it, it, initially, I looked at it and thought, well, I don't know if there's much in it. But of course, it's a very deep area, isn't it?
1: it is it is i mean we all breathe thousands of times a day and most people are not aware of the way they breathe so uh, in the same way we can have postural uh, habits we can also have breathing habits as well we have set ways of breathing which are maybe not very healthy and they can be detrimental but we we go because they feel normal to us we don't even know they're there
0: what kind of poor breathing habits are you are you talking about richard
1: Breathing in too quickly, yeah.
0: breathing in through the mouth, which dries out the vocal cords,
1: um, and doesn't actually, you know, there's there's hairs in our nose which, which are, act as a filter. Um, when, when I started doing the technique, I was amazed that many people might breathe up to 30 or 40 times a minute. Mm. So they're, they're, they're very fast breathing and very shallow breathing. Mm. So they, they don't get rid of the CO2 in the same way as the body is designed to. So then toxins build up and, yeah, you can get ill from it. Yeah.
0: Right. Now, the book says um, good breathing involves a coordination of our whole being. Um, So, how can we just go into Alexander Technique, the posture and the breath?
1: How do they work together? So, the first yeah, so if somebody came in with a breathing problem, let's say something like asthma, I would probably, we have a teaching table, I'd probably lie them on the teaching table and check out to see where they're holding tension, and ask them to let it go. Just even doing that, their breathing will change. Their breathing will be much more beneficial afterwards. But but also, you can actually have little breathing exercises you can actually do. And mo- most uh, most disciplines like yoga or whatever would have a, a whole set of breathing exercises. But most of them involve breathing in, breathe in through the nose, breathe in to, into the, the lungs. Well, Alexander technique, the whole thing is breathing out. What Alexander realized was, if I breathe out, I create a vacuum in the lungs and the next breath is all taken by reflex. So the emphasis is on the out breath. So even if somebody, you know like you blow up these children's bubbles? Yeah. You know, If you just blow the air out and you just extend the out breath, and then you wait. You'll feel that you actually breathe in better. And anyone mm-hmm. can do that. Listening to this, uh,
0: this, this audio. Right. Is this yeah. um, in the book? You talk about natural breathing. Is this is this the natural breath? Focusing on the exhalation rather than the inhalation. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you look at if you look at a child, a small child, when they're asleep, it's almost looks like their whole body is breathing. It's not just the lungs. The whole body is actually uh, expanding and contracting.
0: Right. And
1: and breathing is a reflex. So to trigger the reflex, all you have to do is breathe out. So people are usually... The ha- the main habit is to start taking a breath before the out-breath is finished.
0: That, 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 that sounds simple, but is it simple?
1: Uh, it's, it is simple, but... You have to go against your habit. So when people first do it, they, they it feels strange to them. Yeah. In the, in the same in the same way as if I drove your car and you drove mine, my your car would feel strange to me. The indicator would be in the wrong place and the pedals would be slightly different. So, but after an hour or so, I would get used to it and you would get used to mine. In the same way, is it Alexander used to say? Good posture feels strange to begin with if you're not used to having it. Yeah. So pe- people go, well, I feel really good, and I feel I'm really um, breathing well, but it, I don't feel like me anymore. <laughs> I feel like somebody else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, we, like, do we do we compress our ribca? You know, if we're like crouching over, uh, you know, over the computer or, or kids at school, is there a kind of compressing of our breath as well?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, if if you look at Emma's children at school, they're bending over their desk. And they're not able to breathe. If you, if you slump down and you pull yourself down and then you try and take a deep breath, you can't do it. So posture and breathing are very, very interrelated. So when you're improving breathing, you're also improving people's posture. Wrong. And when you're improving people's posture, you're also pro- improving their breathing.
0: So mm. they go hand
1: in hand. It's It's all the same
0: stuff. I know when I did, because um, uh, sports, I did long-distance running and also short-distance running, but particularly on the long-distance running, I noticed I had to get a certain, I, I practiced with all kinds of breathing rhythms, and I noticed that if, if, if my breathing was so connected to my performance, can yeah. uh, can Alexander help in something like long-distance running? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: We just had a guy called Malcolm Bark over here in Ireland who did a, a week's running course with us, and it was really interesting because I actually learned something too. He said, if you get out of breath while you're running, you're, you're trying too hard. Right. And for me, that, that was amazing because I, when I run, I always get out of breath. And then he just showed us how to run in a certain rhythm, especially long-term marathon running, where you just stay with this rhythm of your breath and, and you don't get out of breath at all. And right. you can run for a long, long, long time
0: you must see um singers i guess sing because singers are something where breath and the voice is so interconnected is is again alexander technique something that can really help singer or performers who do you know lots of you know speaking on stage oh yeah absolutely absolutely yeah
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of singers madonna is one uh you know paul mccartney is another and there's a, a whole range of singers and and musicians that that come to the Alexander League it's, it's very big, it's very big in the music world right. yeah. mo- mo- most um, colleges that, that uh, performance like drama colleges or music colleges Royal College of Music for instance in London yeah. they all have resident Alexander teachers because there are so many many problems around um, I think there's a statistic that 70% of people playing in orchestras play in pain
0: oh right, that's, that's not yeah. good is it? <laughs>
1: No, 70%. That's a lot. Wow. That's a lot, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, have you ever had to deal with opera singers? Now, I know the opera singers really have to have these bellow-like lungs, don't they? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm actually working with an opera singer in London at the moment, and uh, I, I'm, I'm going to teach her class, so that's in, in October, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, the, again, there's this, this whole concept of I have to try really hard. And, and, then, and therefore, I overtry, I, I strain. And, and Alexander had a philosophy: if you want to give your best, give eighty percent. So when you're playing, just give eighty percent. If you give eighty percent, that's pretty good. But it doesn't push you over to this this thing of Alexander that most people are too goal orientated. That they try too hard, and in the trying too hard, they 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 get nervous. They get they try. They get uh, tension problems, and then they can't they can't
0: play their musical instrument properly. It's I, I get from what you're saying that really Alexander technique is not really so much learning something new, but really uh, unlearning something. Is that true?
1: Exactly, right. exactly. It's it's an unlearning because we all we all as children had perfect posture and our breathing was was absolutely fine and our movements, I mean, if you look at a child playing in the sand. They're squatting with so much ease, their balance, mm. they're breathing well, their their movements are amazing. And mm. and if you go to people outside the modern world, let's say Aborigines or the Berber people, they still have the same movement as children. They're still very upright. The Native American Indians, for instance, they're very upright. Then they're, they're not bent over. They don't have neck problems and back problems. And in India they, hardly anyone gets a Gets a back operation or a hip operation because they're, you know, let her in a car accident, yeah, not not from posture, but in our society, all these aches and pains suddenly come on for no reason.
0: Yeah so Richard yeah. and one thing about the book I, I noticed notice is lots of brilliant exercises from improving air circulation you know releasing tension can you give um a, a simple exercise for our listeners that would help them perhaps with their breath and perhaps with their voice yeah
1: well it's not mine this is alexander's uh, he he didn't really believe in exercises because he felt that most people exercise a habit but in breathing, mm. he made an exception because he felt it was an exercise of inhibition. And the exercise is basically, um, you, just know, you just maybe lie on a bed and you just notice your breathing. And it comes in and out. And then after a few breaths, you, wh- you whisper an R sound. When I say R, I mean A-H, mm. as in father. And you make that R go as long as you can without straining, And then you close your mouth and you let the air come back in through the nose. And you just repeat that about six or seven times. And afterwards, you just really feel that your lungs are working much, much better. Yeah, it's just very, very simple. Very simple. It's not complicated. It takes one minute to
0: learn it. Most of the practice is very simple like that.
1: Yeah, they are.
0: They are. Well, it looks a wonderful book. I love the cover. It's a kind of beautiful blue-green color with a kind of huge spiral on it. How to Breathe, Improving Your Breath for Health, Happiness and Well-Being. So Richard, again, thank you so much for, for speaking with me today. Okay, you're very welcome, Steve. Thank you.